Hello and welcome to the Creative Champs podcast. I'm your host, Kimei, and I'm here to help you on your creative journeys through the Creative Champs platform. So this episode, we're speaking all about what to do when the client doesn't have a clue what they want. Now, I will admit previously, at some point in the past, I used to say, well, if they don't know what they want, then just sack it don't bother. Now, this might be a little bit more applicable if you're doing something that isn't rooted in design values or core design values. If you're doing something like a customized portrait or creating an illustration for a uh, some sort of a vanity project or something that isn't being intended for reselling, then, you know, maybe it might be a little bit of a tug of war because they'll be like, well, I want a drawing, but I don't know what I want in the drawing, but I want something to go on my walls and blah, blah, blah. And then you might find yourself in a endless loop of back and forth, right? So in those cases, yeah, maybe, maybe you might want to um, consider turning that down. But um. In terms of design projects, it's I realized uh, over time that it's not about what the client wants, but it's about what the client needs. And in order to find out what the client needs, instead of asking them what they want, ask them why they want it. Um, and I find that doing that really opens the doors and allows you to fully flesh out exactly what it is that they're going to need in order to have the effective end result that they're after. So this will come in the form of discovery sessions, as always, as I'm always speaking about. Um, and so you're going to need to think about asking questions like, what have they tried before? Why do they need this? What is it that they're trying to achieve? All right. And if you ask them what it is they're trying to achieve, this will then sort of give you a little bit of a a clue as to the kind of things that you might need to research or strategize. Or if you aren't really up to speed with strategy just yet, you know, because we all we all have to start somewhere. You might want to hire somebody or outsource somebody to help you with the strategy strategization part of the process. You know, that's always a possibility as well if you have the uh, project funds to do so. Um, but if not, then there are always different things that you can do to bump up the quality of your strategy sessions as well, uh, which I guess I'll explore at a later date through Tramps in some way, shape or form, because I think that's something that could do with a, um, a great deal of deeper diving into. So, yeah, so you can ask them what they what they're after, what they're trying to achieve. Also, if they have any uh, sort of um, idea of what their or who their competitors are, who their competitors are, this one's a biggie because this will allow you to then go in search of these competitors and see how things are working for them. Do they have any common themes? Do they have anything that you can use in terms of maybe the feedback they might be getting on their services and their products? What kind of things are people saying about their services? What kind of things could they improve on? And what improvements could you then apply to the company that you are producing the work for? Is there anything physical? You know, do they have any sort of accessibility issues or anything that you could expand upon and uh, provide? 
And you're going to need to learn about the brand, learn about the cause, learn about the project, learn about the objectives of the project. Why are they doing the project? What are they aiming to achieve with the project? How are they aiming to achieve this? Um, Using these things will help you in terms of thinking of different ways that you can help them connect with the people that they need to connect with. Thinking of the colour psychology. Yeah, this will help you because if you are aware of what it is that they're trying to exude or what they're trying to be known for, then colour psychology will really be helpful with this because of the connotations that different colours may have, generally speaking. So you can maybe apply those, if the, especially if they're looking for a branding package, right? If they're looking for different visual assets and things like that, you're going to need to know about those sort of things. You're going to need to know about the strengths, the strengths and the weaknesses of the company. So what kind of things are they currently struggling with? And if they are trying to achieve certain targets, what's getting in their way? What's stopping them? Yeah. So you need to find out all of these things and these things you can find out in what what I said at the start, discovery sessions. Um, And these usually, not usually, these take place before the project begins. And this allows you to even determine like, whoa, can I even help this person? Do I know what this person needs in order for them to have a successful um, end result? And also, This will give you the opportunity to tell them what uh, they can expect, because sometimes you might find clients have sort of skewed expectations in terms of what they expect to receive at the end of a project, because they might be thinking, well, I will hire a designer and the designer is there to design things exactly as I want them to look, right? So if you have one of those clients, it's going to be a case of having that discovery session and letting them know that you're there to provide them with what they need to bring them closer to their goals. And so you're going to need to know what those goals are. If you go ahead and provide them with the exact things that they want, this won't be, this is not going to allow you to do your job. If they're going to expect you to just be a mouse clicker or a mouse dragger and just reproduce whatever is in their head, then they're not looking for a designer at all. OK, so it's it's a case of reminding them that the role, your role as a designer is to bring them what they need and provide them with a solution and provide them with um, the resources to get over or get past any barriers that they may be facing when trying to reach their goals for their business or their projects. Yeah, so you need to make that very clear. You're not, uh, someone said a pixel pusher. <laughs> I like that one. They said, I'm not a pixel pusher. Um, and You know, a pixel pusher is someone who will say, all right, what do you want specifically? I'll just recreate it. I'll bring that idea to life without any strategy or research or mood boarding or conceptual thinking or any sort of um, applicable thought processes that will actually lend themselves to an effective, impactful end result. They're just putting things together because they say, okay, the client, this is what they want. And then what happens? You'll do that. And then the client, they're no closer to their goals. They're no closer to their goals because they've just got something created that they think looks good, but doesn't actually work. And that's the problem because, and that's why they hire, that's why, that's why you're there. You're there to provide something that 
look the will play the part in terms of how it looks, but will also play the part in terms of how it works. Form and function. Function is in, is, is is a vital uh, ingredient. It's a crucial component. If you don't have that, if it doesn't work and it just looks good, then it's crap. It's not going to work. It's ineffective. Do you see what I mean? So, and that's what you end up with if you just go into a project and just make exactly what the client wants in terms of how it looks. And I'm talking specifics, like I want this, that size. I want this, that color. I want you to use this specific. Now, do you know what? Let me not, let me not, um, mix that up if it's a, a case where the company already has a branding pack or a branding um if they already have a set of branding guidelines then cool i mean sometimes 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 it's a case where their branding guidelines are actually what's letting them down <laughs> but again this will be what you will need to explore in the discovery session when you get to know about the brand find out if they have branding guidelines, right? Because sometimes if they have branding guidelines already, then you might be working with a set um, a set limit of colors or color schemes and font choices and whatever, um, which is fair enough. I mean, that can happen sometimes, but then it's your job to then see whether or not you can use these to then um, marry with other components to then bring them the results that they need right for their businesses but if they don't have a branding guideline at the start of the project this might be something that you you might need to raise with them if you provide branding solutions yourself this could be something that you offer you might say look you know you want to achieve this that and the third but you know you don't really have a a a, a branding you, a, you don't really have any sort of visual branding you don't really have um that pull or the ability to connect with people because you don't have a branding voice. You don't have a, there's no personal branding. There's no visual branding. There's no branding branding. There's nothing going on. So that could be a, an opportunity for you to offer such services if you're able to do it. Now, if you're not and you're a graphic designer, then it might be the case that you might uh, enlist the help of a branding designer to help you fully flesh out the project. Or you could just solely focus on the graphic design element of it um and that will mean that you will have to you'd have to essentially come up with a set of colors and things yourself um again lending itself to color psychology and marrying the, their objectives with the color choices that you make so if they say oh you know what i want a graphic design for um uh marketing material right and we want to connect with uh, young people or we want to connect with nature lovers, right? We want to connect with nature lovers who are looking for uh, vegan ice cream options or something like that, right? Then you'll go out and you say, all right, these are the kind of colors that I'm, I'm going to need to work with in order to attract certain um, clientele so if you're looking at nature-based companies then green green is a go-to because green is one of the most um, common colors you see in nature so there'd have to be some incorporation of that and then looking at the the core values of the company 
what words come to mind are they a playful company if they're playful you might want to go for colors like orange or yellow are they uh all about luxury you know would you you have to go for colors like uh purple you know there's different things that you need to think about in terms of that but you can only find those things out when you actually find out what the hell it is behind their reasoning for doing what they're doing why are they doing it how do they think they're going to get there what have they tried already who are their competitors yeah so it's just really about getting into the depths of what's driving them what are, what are the driving forces so it's less about what they want to see and more about what they need yeah so if you're stressing out about um not really uh you know, if the if the client's saying that they don't know what they want and you, you're pulling your hair out and you think about why they need it. And if you need help with strategy and everything, there's plenty of resources out there that can help you. And I am in the process of developing some resources to help out with that as well. So, you know, just just hang hang tight for that. Um, but yeah, it's all about finding out why the whys is the is the most important part of this entire process you'll find because you don't want to end up in a situation where you are pixel pushing and you are just questioning like how long before this ends because I keep going back and forth keep sending the client this that and the third and you know they're not aware that I am here to provide them with what they need and not what they freaking want and this might be a, a hard uh, pill to swallow for some, but if you make this very clear from the start, you know, what your role is, what you're there to do and what their expect and talking about what their expectations are and what you can provide and what you're not there to provide. If you make that very, very clear from the start, this will minimize any sort of instances where, you know, they're, they're saying, well, you know, you're not making this exactly as I want. You know, why did I hire you? I don't know. Like, this doesn't look anything like what I want. And, da -da 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 -da. and you know, it will save you a lifetime of back and forth. And as well, when you make sure that, um, your feedback sessions in during your feedback sessions you're making sure that you are always connecting it back to the root and you're always tying things back to the root to make sure that you're speaking and singing from the same hymn sheet you're saying look this is the end result you want right so okay look this is why this choice was made what do you think what are your thoughts you know giving them the chance to give feedback but also letting them know like look this is my job <laughs> and if you want to see uh impactful change and positive change then we're gonna have to just allow me to fully see out the process and fully see out my process and my way of working um in order to maximize the end results all right so yeah i just wanted to leave you guys with that this week um as always thank you so much for tuning in and i will speak to you same time next week all right take care bye